Welcome to the Coffee Snobs Podcast, where we just really love good coffee. So grab your cup of coffee and join us each episode as we explore any and everything coffee-related. From pour-overs to lattes to the coffee experience, we explore it all. Because, well, life's too short to drink bad coffee. Let's go. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Coffee Snobs. My name's Tyler. I'm joined with Aaron. What up, dude? What's going on, man? We have got a uh, cool episode for you guys. Um, I recently had the chance to sit down with a coffee shop owner in Kannapolis. Uh, The Hollow Cup is a new coffee shop that opened up on Main Street in Kannapolis, of all places. So, uh, that interview will be coming up very shortly. Let's start off though. Aaron, what's new with you guy? Well, our good friend, Joe Strothman, our remote, uh, on location coffee snob. Is it the third or he's the, either the fourth or the third unofficial coffee snob? I don't know. If Chad, don't get, on, if Chad don't get an episode, he's going to, he, I think Joe's been on as many episodes as Chad's been. <laughs> Chad, step up your game, buddy. <laughs> no, but, uh, Joe was in Guatemala uh a few weeks ago and while he was in guatemala he did an amazing coffee tour uh wow that's cool yeah it was really cool uh we were able to talk a little bit about that but while he was over there he got me some beans and sent them all the way to north carolina uh very excited i got a package and on the package it said attention hcic head coffee snob in charge there you go. Ooh, I liked it. I was like, oh, snap. Uh, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sorry. You said he was in Guatemala? He was in Guatemala. So that's like the same place my sister was. That's weird. Um, so he was actually at a coffee plantation? Yes. Okay. And weird story about that. I have my cousin, which is in Atlanta. She went to Guatemala. And while she was there, she bought me a bag of beans. And dude, guess what? <laughs> it was the same exact beans that your sister brought from the same exact place. That is it really was funny. Apparently, if you're really serious about coffee, you have to go to Guatemala. So I guess our next episode will be live on location for Guatemala. Well, I got an invite uh, <laughs> to Thailand. Wow. I, seriously, I got an invite to Thailand. There is a coffee shop, a coffee farm there that is looking for promotional material. No, I'm not lying. And they ask if I would be interested in coming to Thailand. Yeah, it's a well, that's of, just like a quick, you know, ten hour flight. Yeah. It probably only costs about a thousand bucks. So, so hey. uh, ad funds. That's what we're going to spend some of our uh, ad, ad on that. So I know that's well, a lot. On, hang what's on a happening second. Let coffee. me let me tally up all our ad revenue so far. Hang on. Oh, yeah. that's right. It's still zero <laughs> it's point still, zero. <laughs> it's we're in the negative right now. We're in. We're okay. Still in the negative. Wow. But, that's... Yeah, that's that's what's <laughs> happened with me and coffee. Uh, what about you, Tyler? <laughs> Well, I got a funny thing. Uh, my long lost aunt brought me some coffee from Guatemala. No, I'm just kidding. Um, actually, currently nothing really new in coffee for me. Uh, well, after, just, that, after that setup, I don't, I mean, I don't, what, what do you, can you bring to the table that can top uh, Guatemala you, and Thailand? You, you can't one up a one up. Um, I've just been buying actually good old Aldi's single origin. Seriously, and grinding that in the morning for my wife for pour over. So, but how many bags so, of Huck do you have on your uh, oh countertop right now? 
So I think I mentioned this earlier. Phantom Limb, which is my favorite blend ever from them, was actually available again on Trade Coffee. So I ordered two bags. So I've been working on that. So that's been my espresso bean. And, you know, again, just for economical sake, we go through a good bit of coffee for pour overs. So primarily my wife and I use uh, the Aldi's single origin bags. So Hawk, Hawk, and then Thailand and Guatemala. That's just very interesting. That's a lot. So, So, well, let's get into this episode where you are interviewing. What's the shop again? So the shop is called the hollow cup. Um, And as you'll see, when I interview the, very nice shop owner. They also have like retail in there. It started off about a year ago. It's called Nostalgia Hollow, and they sell stuff from local vendors, um, clothing, and all kind of different stuff. They even sell like elderberry, elderberry syrup, which a lot of people use for cold and flu season and all that stuff. But anyway, um, as you'll see in the interview, they have started up a coffee shop inside Nostalgia Hollow. And I had a chance to stop by, and the owner and head barista is super friendly and cool. So she sat down with me, and we talked a little bit about the behind the scenes of opening a coffee shop. So sounds cool. We'll get that interview rolling right now, guys. Catch you in a few. All righty, Tyler here, one of the coffee snobs, here with a very special guest. Who do we have here today? My name is Ashley Hines. I'm the owner of the Hollow Cup. Which is inside of Nostalgia Hollow. Cool. So, all right, give us a little background. What is Nostalgia Hollow? Where where are you located? So we're located in, well, close to downtown Kannapolis on Main Street. Nostalgia Hollow itself is a marketplace. It's gifts. And we are comprised of about 17 local vendors who have their own businesses but needed somewhere to sell. And so we have from apparel to jewelry to craft food <laughs> and now you have coffee right? and now we have coffee so how long is the hollow cup it's pretty new right the hollow cup is only a month old a month old a month old yeah the gift shop's been here a year but the hollow cup is new what prompted you to start a coffee shop in, oh, man. in downtown Kannapolis of all places well i'm from Kannapolis. okay <laughs> but i love coffee and i always wanted coffee to be a part of the shop uh-huh. kind of like you go to target and you stop at starbucks and mm-hmm. you go on to shop i wanted that kind of feel and I also wanted the locals to have somewhere to congregate because Kannapolis has been run down for a while now. Yeah, but yeah. you know, with the new ballpark, things are looking up. They are. I'm excited about that. Well, cool. Well, I want <clears throat> to, excuse me, ask you about more about starting the Hollow Cup in a minute, but let's just start off with um, what's your coffee background? When were mm-hmm. you, are you a coffee drinker? What, when were you? Tell me a little bit about that. So I started drinking coffee at like age six. Well, six my years old. Grandma served me up or just some drip coffee. I really thought I was doing something. It was evaporated milk and sugar and coffee. So it wasn't black drip. It was mm-hmm. good and sweet. It was good and sweet. And I loved it. And then I went on to college and started patronizing local coffee shops and fell mm-hmm. in love. And I never worked as a barista or anything like that. Just enjoy coffee at home and office culture of gathering around the coffee pot before you start your day. Okay. So that's cool. a background. So what's your favorite coffee drink? Now, my favorite coffee drink is definitely a Cortado. The people that trained us, Magnolia Coffee, Uh, turned me on to that. Um, If I'm feeling something sweet, 
I'm obsessed with white chocolate a little bit right now, so I drink white maples every morning when I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Well, one of the snobs who's not here today, Aaron, uh -huh. if you see a, a weird looking white guy come in here and order a cortada, there's a good chance his name's Aaron Beaver, so yeah. I have to send him your way. <clears throat> well, he can definitely order. So, um, so what kind of coffee setup do you have at home? Do you just drip pot, drip. pour over, just... Yeah. But honestly, now that I'm here every single day, wow. I just drink it when I get here, so I don't Absolutely. have to do it at that home make, anymore. It doesn't make a lot of sense to yeah. have a fancy setup at home if you got, you know, legit setup like you guys have here. Yeah, it's kind of nice. <clears throat> okay, so drinking uh, coffee at an early age. Very. <laughs> so I'm guessing like your grandparents' parents probably had coffee mm -hmm. all the time. That's what I was exposed to at my grandparents. And yeah. Parents drank it after a meal and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And you started drinking more heavily in college. Oh yeah. Um, so let's let's get into the fun stuff about this. Mm -hmm. Hollow Cup, you says only been around for a month. One month. But it's probably been in your heart for a little bit longer. A while longer. I mean, we've had these buildings for since 2016. Oh, so wow. Long so, so we're on Main Street in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And let me make sure I'm saying this correctly. Nostalgia Hollow, mm -hmm. you own several buildings. Uh, five total. Five, wow. Yeah. And so you're currently in Nostalgia Hollow. You've got the Hollow Cup. Mm -hmm. Cool. So let me ask you, all right. So you decided, hey, I want to do a coffee. Oh, yeah. What was the first step you took mm -hmm. in thinking about opening up a coffee shop. Well, honestly, I tried to get another coffee shop to do it. Oh. Um, we had just opened this and I knew that we had four other buildings to upfit and get open. And so I tried to find other coffee shops to come in here and open for us. And um, it just didn't work out. And so we were kind of at a fork where we could either let the dream go or do it ourselves. Okay. And my mom who's not a coffee drinker was like, we could do it. And I was like, are you crazy? Like, I don't know. I was pregnant at the time. It just oh, didn't wow. seem like it made sense. And then I started doing a little bit of market research, visiting other coffee shops in Charlotte. Went to Coco and the Director, which is one of my favorite coffee shops. I just like their seating. And Where's that? It's attached to the Marriott in downtown Charlotte, like smack dab in the middle. Oh, okay. And it's a fun experience. They have stadium seating, like almost like a movie theater without the chairs. Oh, as strange cool. as that Stop. sounds. We, we got a a lot of Charlotte coffee shops mm -hmm. a good bit. And what are some other ones you visited in Charlotte? Love Trade and Lore. Okay. It's great. Not Just Coffee is one of my faves. Um, Queen City Grounds. Yep. And Central Coffee. Central? Wow. Yeah. So it sounds like you did quite a bit of research. Yeah, it's probably more than that that I went to, honestly. Well, that's and cool. And so we... I maybe did it a little bit backwards. I started out with what pastries I wanted. Okay. <laughs> and we got in touch with Sugarman out of Charlotte and he makes the cronut. And so I kind of started. Hold, hold on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about these cronuts. Oh my gosh. Uh, They're so good. What are they? And Yeah. It's a, a cronut is a cross between a donut and a croissant. And okay. some have fillings, some don't, but they're all heavenly. And so. And you said, so you get those from a local baker mm -hmm. in Charlotte. Mm hmm and it's, you said that was one of the first things you was, yeah. I mean, hey, so like, that's what that's what's interesting. We talk a lot about, you know, what we think a good coffee shop is mm -hmm. and, you know, the types of beans they use, stuff like yeah. that. But that's it's interesting looking at it from a business standpoint. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you always love good pastries. Yeah. So you had it in your heart and mm -hmm. mind. Hey, I'm going to start a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And you did some research, mm -hmm. figured out. 
that you wanted a pastry, yeah. which is cool. And you found somebody local who does good stuff. Mm -hmm. Now for the coffee side, what were some of the first steps you did? Yeah. As far as you so you I must you weren't a barista before. What did not. you do in, in regards to to training, mm -hmm. equipment, stuff like that? So the pastry chef actually hooked us up with the roaster. Okay. And so they met on Food Network and he loved them, he swore by them. So and they that, so Food Network. Mm -hmm. So that sounds so clarify that for yeah. me a little bit. So Sugar Man mm -hmm. has been on TV. Yes. So he's like legit. He's pretty legit. Okay. I, I can't say I have had a cronut here and it's pretty dang good. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. So the, the your baker in Charlotte mm -hmm. introduced you to a roaster. And he did. What kind of beans are you guys using here at the we, Cup? Oh my gosh. We we don't have like the full spread that Magnolia offers. The Magnolia? Mm -hmm. Magnolia Coffee out of Matthews. Matthews. Mm -hmm. I'm not super familiar with them. As a, how long have they been around? They've been around for a while. I think he did some work previously with uh, Dilworth. Dilworth Coffee. Yeah, okay. and then yep. he moved on and did his own thing. So I think he's been a, a couple decades. He's been doing coffee. Oh, wow. Yeah. So here at the Hollow Cup, you've got Magnolia Coffee. Mm -hmm. So you approached them. What were the, some of the next steps? Yeah. So Jay came down and talked to us, helped us figure out what the coffee bar needed to look like, what was going to okay. be functional. And then right after I had my baby, we went to what I like to call barista school, which okay. to training, basically. Yeah, that's important. They taught us everything. So that was here or at their, where was this? In Matthews at their facility. Okay, okay so they have like a training? Yeah they, yeah, they have like a little training set up in the front. And then in the back, they've got their roasting equipment. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really neat. So what kind of machine did you learn on? Um, as far as like an espresso machine, uh -huh. we learned on a, a Nugo. I think I'm saying it correctly. Okay. Okay, so I think Simonelli. Simonelli is the one that we have. So, so that's what you guys have here. Mm -hmm. So just real quickly, what's your setup as far as your machine, your mm -hmm. grinder, anything else that you guys use day to day? So we have the two group head espresso machine. Okay. And then a grinder for our espresso. Uh -huh. We've got a bun and then the grinder for the bun. So you, you offer uh, espresso drinks, mm -hmm. drip. Yep. Pour overs? Not yet. Not yet. I want to. Okay. We do cool. have, I personally have the Chemex pour over, yeah. but uh, we haven't started doing them here yet. Yeah, I mean, I love a pour over. Mm -hmm. I make one most mornings for my wife. Nice. They're a little time intensive. They are. So I could see how logistically that might be a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, if we have two baristas, it's pretty doable, but with one, I don't know how that would work, but yeah. I hope that we can work up to it because yeah. it's a delicious experience. So you've been up and how, how are things going? Things are going really good, surprisingly. Yeah. I wasn't sure people would know that we're here because Kannapolis is up and coming, uh -huh. but they're finding us. That's cool. So that's been nice. Magnolia has been a great help with getting our name out there as well as Sugarman. That's really cool. Um, so let me ask you this. What's mm -hmm. been the, the hardest part about opening up your coffee shop? Maybe mm -hmm. something you weren't expecting. I think there is just a little bit of a learning curve. Like, you know yeah. how you like your coffee. Uh -huh. I know how I like my coffee, but you can't make it for you. You have to make it for your customer. And I'm um, just having different people come in and asking for different types of milk and learning okay. what is necessary, what's going to be wasted. Even grand opening day, sharing the space with two baristas and like how to not bump into each other and who's yeah. going to do what function and who's going to check people out and how many pastries do you order. It's just been the logistics yeah. kind of part of it. Yeah. Curve. What um what do you find is are your busiest times or mm -hmm. 
Definitely. Well, I mean, like Saturdays are always super weekends. busy. Yeah, weekends are busy just because we have a gift shop <laughs> within our coffee shop. Yeah, so, that's a unique yeah. setup. Most coffee shops are just standalone. So people can come here and mm -hmm. two for one gets them. Yeah. What is it I bought from you before? The, elderberry. Uh, elderberry syrup. <laughs> yeah. My wife sends me here for elderberry yeah, syrup. It's good for, stuff. Good for what ails you. Yeah. Um, well, again, yeah, I guess you haven't been open terribly long. What's no, been your long. most... What's been your most popular stuff so far? Lattes, for sure. Yeah. I think we live in an area where people are just looking just to have fun with coffee a little bit. Nothing too oh. involved. And so we do a lot of lattes mostly. I go through espresso far more than I go through our regular drip coffee beans. So, again, I know you don't have a ton of, mm -hmm. um, well, a month. Mm -hmm. How how much coffee have you been using per week so far? Mm -hmm. Is it kind of hard to judge? It is hard to judge. I think we go through. 20 pounds of espresso a week oh, wow. and far maybe half of that in our drip coffee beans and that's and yeah. all the coffees from magnolia all of it's from magnolia yeah cool um so you're are you grinding the drip coffee here fresh or mm -hmm. okay cool we are what um what are some of your goals for the next what, what are mm -hmm. you looking forward to with coffee next i am looking forward to introducing new methods of brewing coffee like i would love to do pour overs here mm -hmm. i don't know how many people in this area are going to ask for yeah. pour overs but i'm looking forward to introducing it like i think a lot of people will look at the menu and they'll ask me what's the difference between exactly so drinks? let me ask you that mm -hmm. then would you say most people that have come in so far do they know a lot about coffee or they're just they're just hey i just want to check you guys out not too much every now and then i'll get somebody that's you can tell that they're super experienced coffee yeah. drinkers but mostly, no, they're looking for either just drip coffee and they take it black and they're happy or they're getting something super, super sweet. That's what we seem to kind of see. It's yeah. like uh, the dessert style drink. And yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not above a pumpkin spice in the fall. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. So what do you if you have somebody who comes in and is like, mm -hmm. I don't know what I want. What do you what's something you do to help? I tend to ask them, how do you take your coffee? I feel like coffee can be as specific as ordering a steak. Mm -hmm. And so if they tell me, well, I really like sweet drinks, or I really like milk-based drinks, then I tell them what flavors we have, and then we go from there. I ask them, do you like a lot of cream? Do you not like a lot of cream? You want it sweet? Do you not want it sweet? Okay. Do you guys do any kind of like ice beverages? Mm -hmm. We do. We do just plain iced coffee. We're considering doing blended drinks for the summer. Yeah. It's like the, the, it's like the milkshake. I mean... Yeah. Kind of hate on it, but you know, I'm sure there's probably demand for Actually, it. Actually, December 7th, you should come here. December 7th. Because Sugarman is actually going to be here doing like original frappuccinos, like how they're made in Greece, which is where the drink oh. originated. So I'm super excited to taste it. He said that it's not what you were getting at Starbucks. Hmm. So, so frappuccinos originated in Greece? So he says, yeah. Well, if he's been on TV, he must be right. So I think he knows. Got to trust him. Well traveled. <laughs> so December 7th, that's coming up. Uh, that'll be a Saturday. It'll be Saturday. And what do yeah. you guys have going on that day? So Sugarman is going to come and fry cronuts live Jeez. and then allow you to pick your topping and then he's going to dress it right in front of you. And then he's also going to do the frappuccino. So he's going to be here teaching a little bit. That's cool. That, that yeah. sounds a lot. Um, like a lot of fun. I'm trying to think what else. So you said, what did you say your favorite drink was? A Cortado. Cortado. Mm -hmm. Um, is there anything else you'd like to talk about coffee-wise? Um, Hit me with it. I guess for, for anyone listening that would be interested in opening a 
a coffee shop, I think picking a good roaster is important. We did shop around for roasters first, but that very first day of training, our trainer Brad started out with the anatomy of the coffee bean. Okay, that's good. I thought I was a coffee stop until I went through that training. There's some people who oh are my gosh. a little pretentious or maybe all about it. I thought. So, sorry, go back to that real quick. Yeah. So how long did you um, go through training? At, it was about a week. Really? Yeah. Just like regular work days. And it was intense. Just like espresso drinks mainly? Mainly. But I mean, we started out the first few days with learning about our beans and where they come from okay. and how they're harvested. And then we did a cupping. Cool. Just trying to help develop palate because my mom was not a coffee drinker, mm-hmm. and though I thought I was a coffee you you were, but like, oh, <laughs> I learned there's a, a whole, whole lot level. that week. Yeah, there so was so much. What kind of uh, actually going back to the roaster real quick? Mm-hmm. What kind of beans are you using in your espresso now? So we have the jade blend, which is from Ethiopia. I okay. can actually grab a bag and show it to you in a bit. Um, and then we also have a decaf from Brazil. Okay. And we use the Guatemala, which is like our dark roast. So those are the three varieties that we use. Cool. So you got Ethiopian, mm-hmm. Guatemalan, mm-hmm. and you said the what the decaf was Brazilian. Brazil. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. What have you found any type of roast or bean that is your favorite? Um, I like it all. <laughs> I really do. I mean, the espresso is my favorite. Yeah. It's just the best way to start the day. I feel. Absolutely. But I'm into everything that they have, and they just delivered our retail Christmas blend. The poinsettia blend is what they call it. Okay. And that's been kind of neat to see and smell it, too. That's cool. A lot of seasonal stuff, especially the fall and Mm -hmm. the winter. Um, Well, that is very cool. Yeah. Well, Ashley, thank you very much for for having me. Uh, Hopefully, we can maybe revisit in a couple months and see how things have been going. Once we get rolling and see how things change, it's busy. Well, again, folks, we're here at the Hollow Cup on Main Street in good old Kannapolis, mm-hmm. North Carolina. And Ashley and the crew would love if you came down oh, yeah. to have some coffee. Uh, real quick, what are your so what are your hours? We're open at 7 a.m. 7? And we close at 5 p.m. Okay. Considering Mondays, right now we open on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yeah, Tuesdays through Saturday. Saturday. So, okay. Very cool. Well, yeah. Ashley, we wish you the best. Thank, Thank you, you for spending some time with us. And Appreciate it. Talk to you again soon. Thanks. Cool. So Tyler, that's really cool. I'm I, one uh, being a Canapolis resident. Uh, we have talked for a while that we were almost. Um, there are a few coffee shops in our area, but uh, we always mm-hmm. love other coffee shops coming in, kind of elevating yep. the coffee uh, in the coffee game in our area. So it's really cool <laughs> that they are bringing um, a definitely higher standard, especially to that for street. sure. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be disparaging of anybody, but I'll say prior to this, there haven't been what I would consider maybe the best coffee shops in the immediate area. So, hey, kudos to Hollow Cup for starting out. Um, We wish you guys a lot of success, and hopefully uh, Aaron and maybe Chad one day will actually get by there to try some coffee. Yeah, sounds good. Well, dude, thanks for for doing this interview. Yeah, so that um, about wraps up this episode. Again, thanks to the Hollow Cup for joining us. Um, If you have enjoyed this show, take 30 seconds out, guys. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. That just helps us spread the word. Uh, If they want to reach out to you, Aaron, on social media, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, that's going to be Aaron Beaver, A-A-R-O-N-B-E-A-V-E-R. And uh, what about you, Tyler? 
Ty Dancy, T-Y-D-A-N-C-Y on social media as well. And, and as always, L-O-C.D-O-C. Uh, lock dot, dot net Chad. yeah we're really so. hoping chad's gonna step up his game now or he'll be replaced by joe but no chad we love you we miss you uh chad lingerfelt yep say it spell it how it sounds whatever social media all right guys well that wraps up this episode of the coffee snobs guys thanks so much we will see you later peace, peace.